Good morning, everybody. Here we are. It is, uh, it's, it's a Thursday and I'm in the Mecca, the recording Mecca that you've all come to know and love at this point. Some of you more than others. Thanks. Uh, Hey, cool. Today on the show, I got a guy who, uh, you know, I don't know how to, I don't know how to describe Max. His name is Max Holiday. That's his new name. It's not his real name, but that's what you know him by Max Holiday. I say this all the time, but he's a good dude. Uh, Max has been through some stuff, and um, we talk about it a lot on the show today. And um, he comes through it on the other end. It's pretty good. So uh, give it a listen. I got to stop saying so uh, lame. I'm trying here, folks. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm doing my best. It's all off the cuff. I try not to do scripts. They're so lame. Anyhow. I have a cold. I have a cold today. You know, like I have, I have, I have children, and children get sick, and one of them has been sick for three days, and he finally went back to school today, just in time for me to start feeling worse. Anyhow, I'm sick, but I'm still working. Matter of fact, I got this. I got this thing today, and then in about thirty minutes, I have a. Very important marketing meeting for the other side of the company, Brenzor. Yeah. So I got that going. <clears throat> I'm going to be sick through that and it's going to suck, but I'm going to do it. I don't care. Anyhow, Max is on the show. And um, here's the thing. Here's the thing about internet. And this intro is going to go a little bit longer than the other ones because I'm going to start just, I'm going to start talking about stuff that's going on in my day as well for these intros. And then we'll get it and then we'll get into the show. So, when I was recording with Max, you know, I got to do this show over the internet. And I do that because I can't travel to every single person I want to talk to. I I want to do that, but I can't. So I got to do it over the stupid internet. And sometimes it works out fabulously. And I'll give you an example. If you haven't listened to the nicest guy you haven't met in the industry, but probably should, whatever the hell the uh, episode's called, is the one with Ryan Garcia. Um, I have a professional mic. He's got a professional mic. We have professional setups, and we weren't anywhere near each other. We were miles and miles and miles away from each other, and it sounds like we're in the same room. It's superbly done because good quality stuff, and the internet was cooperating. With Max, you know, um, the internet wasn't cooperating that day. And um, some of the software I use that I pay for every month uh, decides to crap out sometimes. And it happens here. And look, you know, we try to muddle through, stick with it. It's actually a good listen. Um, but I will tell you, it's not going to be the uh, it's not going to be the best episode you've ever heard in terms of recording, not the content, just a record. Man, I'm really doing a hell of a job of selling this episode. Well, enjoy. It's going to suck, but enjoy. Um, it doesn't suck. Just stick with it. It's an hour of your time. Stick with it. It's Max Holiday on Brenzor's Dead. Fancy music, Max. How long should I, should uh, I, I let this know. go for, How long do you want it to go for? It's your show, man. <laughs> About an hour. It's a lot easier. Ah, hello. Hello. Hey, buddy. Uh, so I'm here with hello. Max Holiday on the show. <laughs> hello. The show is Brenzor's Dead, in case you were, I don't know, wondering. I don't know if you're listening. We do have Max. I'm going to tell you something. You're part of a. You're part of the media empire, pal. You're now. Okay. You're now in the fold. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, as of right now, uh, we have. Well, I don't know. I don't even know if I. I don't even know if I'm supposed to say these any number. I'm not going to say numbers. That just sounds douchey. Um, but we do have a bunch of like episodes that are like stocked up, if you will. So if anybody's looking to timestamp something, well, don't, <laughs> because by the time you hear a thing and you hear what we talk about, it's just, it's fuck, it's not going to work. Your head's going to explode and 
I don't know. There's some space time continuum thing that'll happen. I don't know. It's just anyway. It, there's a bunch of episodes yeah. going, and oh, Max, I'm always happy when I'm one of them. <laughs> Max, you're a statistic. Yay! I've always dreamed of being a statistic. Well, yeah, all right, good. good. <laughs> well, <laughs> look, <laughs> we'll get into some of that. <laughs> In 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 whichever way we we can, I don't know where this road's going to take. I'm so here's the thing. Today has been a oh my god, it's been a fucked up day. Well, no, not a fucked up day because I actually got a lot done for work, which was really good. So here's the thing. Kids are back in school today, right after a three week hiatus for Christmas. They're 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 out of school for and three you didn't weeks. lose your mind. That so. Well, you know, they're good. So I, I, I'm not, I'm not like, oh my God, they're the worst when they're here and they're terrible. No, they're actually good kids. And they, they, they don't make me pull my hair out. But what, what it is, man, it's like, that's three weeks to a, to a kid where they're out of school. They're not learning. They're not on their normal schedule. They're, they're just going, you know, they start to kind of drift off a little bit towards the end. And literally it took to like this, the last like three or four, about three days before they had to go back. I could tell. I could tell that things were mm, going to go a little awry because like it, it just wasn't the right, you know, they weren't in the right mindset to go back. You know, it's like, oh, we haven't been there for so long. <laughs> Maybe it's gone. Maybe the school has been eaten Maybe by Maybe we never have to go back. Uh, you know, I mean, who? sure, why not? I, I would be fine by me. Um, so today was the first day back and – you know, I, it was great. Um, you know, my wife was doing her bit for the first half of the day for for our our stuff. Um, the dog was even gone because it was getting groomed. So I had the house basically all to myself for the first time in like, you know, three weeks. So I got a lot of work done. It was great. It was very productive. I was very happy with that. And then, you know, I go to pick up the kids and it's like, I, I just... Th- this teacher just runs up to the, to my car and I just get bombarded with something happened at school today and it wasn't a, a great thing. And I'm like, Oh God. So that's why I was, that's why I was late today, Max, because we got home and I had to kind of deal with this and I'm not done dealing with it yet, but it's being dealt with. And that's not always the greatest thing to come into a recording yeah, on, but <laughs> you know, I'm pro pal. I'm a pro. So here we are. So now I'm talking to you and I'm in a (laughs) shitty mood. Maybe we can fix that or make it worse. I I mean, you know, we're doing this at about right now. I'm I'm marking it at about 10 to 5 p.m. It's about 4.50 p.m. is where my watch says we're at. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm thinking to myself in the back of my head, I'm talking to Max. We're going to do our thing and it's, it'll be good. And we're going to get a lot out and we're going to, we're going to, you know, <laughs> expose what we need to expose. But in the back of my head, I'm like, man, I, I could use well, a cocktail right now. <laughs> well, it's technically take six o'clock off. where I'm at. So I've already had my cocktail. <laughs> you son of a... Yeah, let me take a drink I of it real quick. I admire you so much. Good, good for you, bud. Good for you. And you can drink on this one. It is fine. Um yeah, so uh, where are you these days? Uh, I'm where, currently where are you in Salt in the Lake. country right now. Uh, yeah, it's Salt been Lake. you've been up there for two and a half years. Right? I've been back. So let let's back up a minute because you're you have a you have an interesting footprint in the gaming space because I feel like you've done a lot of things, and I I I always get the impression that everybody knows you. So that's the impression I get. I don't know. I see you walking around and everybody's always like hanging on Mac. So I'm like, all right, well, there you go. So where, where did you come from in gaming? Like how did you start in this? I didn't really start in the industry. I started just as a player back in the nineties, um, with magic and everything else. And I started developing my own expansions for magic. (laughs) Well, it is now an easy one to do. I'm sure the good people at uh, Wizards yeah. of the Coast I'm, were real happy. I could never find playtesters 
or anything like that. And so I just kept developing stuff on my own. And even when I was a little kid, I used to take games we didn't have all the parts to and build a game out of it. So I kind of was always designing games. Yeah. Like, give me an, give me an example, because I just want to know. Because w- when people say that, well, when I did when I was a kid, I did a thing, and we, you know, this is what happened. Like, you have to know what game that was, right? Like, what game did oh, you Monopoly. not have the pieces to that you made? Easy, really? easy. Uh, oh, so you took it from a <laughs> shit storm of a game that nobody has any fun with, and you probably turned it into well, I actually turned it into more of an altruistic it. game, where you actually scored points based on what you built. Because I thought building the little houses in the towns and upgrading the properties, that was the fun part of the game. Not the ruining everybody else's finance. Yeah. (laughs) Ruining everyone's night. So I, I, you know, that's what I thought the game should be about. So that's what my little 10-year-old brain designed a game around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you've been a gamer all your life. Yeah, primarily board games. Board games primarily. Or like... Yeah, and then it moved into tabletop. All right, so, um, because that's how you and I met. Obviously, I mean that's how. Well, (laughs) let's let me. That shouldn't be that big of a revelation. Most people (laughs) that have been on this show, this is how we met. (laughs) It's through tabletop, so it's not that exciting when I go. That's that's how Max and I met one day was through gaming, and it's like, well, yeah, every fucking person that's going to be on here is pretty much primarily. Exactly when so, we met. <laughs> I, I told you I'm in a foul mood. I can tell you exactly when we met. What's that? Say come on. It was the gamma bef- it oh, was the gamma before you released Marvel Legendary. The gamma before we released so that's going back to tone. Let's see, let me get my calculator out. That's twenty twelve, um, when we released Marvel Legendary, and that was in November of 2012, I think. I believe it came out in November, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, it was that that, Gamma. that Gamma? You were showing it off. So, and that was still the the shitty Bally's. (laughs) Yeah, you were showing it off. Really? You were showing it off then? I had never seen it before, and it was a new product. I thought it was cool. We demoed it. Um, Oh, wow. Me and Ryan Burns, he's over at Queen Games now, but we were both at Mayday. And I had just released yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Eaten by Zombies, which was my first published game. I remember Eaten by... I still have Eaten by Zombies, by the way. Still do. Yeah, I got turned on to it. That actually is funny. That game came to me from a friend of mine. And this is before I knew you, dude. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it is what it is. Um so we met and a legendary thing happened and that's pretty much how most stories start. Cause that's all I did yeah. was show people legendary and go from there. Um, but then, uh, we started working together in a little bit different capacity, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So, and, and <laughs> look, don't be offended if I can't remember exactly, but cause I am having a hard time remembering 14 hours ago. Um, so from that point you did, where where did well I don't want to jump ahead but is when did oh, bring out your dead you here I'd have to look it up um but it was it was like four four or five years ago uh, I was trying to start my own game company with that oh and we ran a Kickstarter right. didn't quite get enough money for the Kickstarter and then you were there happy to grab it <laughs> okay. So then we grabbed it, published it. I still think it's a good game. And look, I'll I'll give uh, my good friends over at Upper Deck a, a shameless plug. Uh, it is it's called Bring Out Your Dead, designed by Aaron Watts, not Max Holiday, but Max did. Let's be <laughs> honest, Max did all the heavy lifting. Yeah, and um, he did. You designed like you you made all the caskets and all the shit, and you designed everything yeah. and it looked good. And um, I don't know. I never knew. Here's the thing. I, and I'll be honest with you, I don't know how that whole relationship went down because, okay, so to back up for one second, I hired, uh, I bought a game design from Max. I didn't buy it from Aaron. I don't, I didn't even know this guy, Aaron Watts, but his name is on the box. So I have to give him, uh, I have to give him credit. The only person I ever dealt with was Max for a long time. And I thought you designed the damn game. So when you know when it came out um when we played it i thought it was i thought it was a lot of fun and they still have copies if you need them and it's it's a, you should give it a shot 
I call it a worker placement game. Other people don't. Yeah. I don't know. You, whatever. Yeah, I call it a bluffing Play game. Play it and tell so. me what you think. <laughs> yeah. And then it's a bluffing game because you would know better than me. So, yeah. So then you kind of, you floated around the industry a little bit. You I've were made a TMG. You were else. Um, I've done stuff for Upper Deck, of course, for years. Um, and those are really the main three companies I've worked for. Um, I've done like flyers or mm-hmm. things like that for other people because I'm a graphic designer too. So I've, I've worked for, I'd okay. say, 50% of the industry in one capacity or another at one point or another. So, Right, right. Well, that's probably why going back to my... My point, um, I feel like everybody knows you. Every time I'm walking around Gen Con or something, I see. I first of all, I don't. You don't sleep. <laughs> I do, do every once in a while on a park bench <laughs> because I. There's like, I I always seem to see you at a, like a weird time. Like if I'm doing a late night thing because of work or something, there's Max. If I see you early in the morning, there's Max. See you in the middle of the day, there's Max. I'm like, okay, well I don't understand. Are you fucking robot? I don't. Because you you never seem to not be. Oh, you're seeing me at a convention. A show. I'm a totally different entity at a convention, though. It just a convention just mm-hmm. jazzes me to the point where I can't sleep more than three or four hours a night because I'm so excited. And to be honest, right. most of my friends I know through the industry, so I only see ninety percent of my friends at conventions. So I squeeze in all the time I can right. to make sure I can well, see yeah. everybody. Well, so hopefully now when people see you, they go, oh, I heard you on uh, the little pod, <laughs> that little pod show thing that you do. And uh, maybe they'll get some some new revelations out of it that they didn't know about you before. Yeah. So what's what's the latest with you? Let's, let's get up to speed. I don't want to talk about gaming because that's not what this show is about. We need to talk about you. So what you been up to lately, man? What's what's the what's the well uh, the latest? So I don't know what I'm trying to say. When I came back to Utah, I was kind of licking my wounds because uh, Ginger Ale Games didn't happen, and yeah, that Ginger was my Ale baby. Games was um, your company, and I kind of dumped. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's a funny name, <laughs> and my business partner was a ginger as well. So there you go. It's kind of so funny when knows. we're at a show and somebody sees the two of us together. They're like, "Oh, now I get it." You guys are really nerdy. <laughs> uh, me and John D. The two of who? Yeah. Sober. Okay. All right. John D. Yes. Our good friend, John D. Um, Sober. Yep. Yes. Okay. She's great. She's amazing. Lovely girl. Um, so you two yeah, tried starting very a little capital together. And I sunk okay. everything I had into it. And it just didn't happen. Just, okay. just didn't happen for all the reasons sure. that companies start and don't go anywhere. Um, so I kind of came back to Utah, look at my wounds and I got a job doing drafting engineering at a cabinet company. And I've kind of been doing that as my primary source of income for the last two and a half years. And then I'm also doing some charity gigs. I've got a game drive that I'm doing for the homeless youth center nearby here in Salt Lake. So, Hmm. you know, shameless plug, but, if anybody wants to donate, if anybody wants to donate hey, man, games ahead. to a homeless youth center, uh, get a hold of me at maxholiday at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, there, there might be a lot of games that people have, so you never know. Yeah, it's a good cause, man. By all means, uh, put it out there. So, um, do you oh, have family out there uh, in Salt Lake? About or 45 minutes north of Salt Lake. So all my family's based out of here. Um. Okay, and are you are you cause I correct me if I'm wrong, going back in the time machine a few years, uh I can recall there was something about you were li- you were trying to like renovate a house like your oh. was it your dad or was somebody in your family? You were trying to renovate a house and you were living there and some stuff was going on. Was that in Utah or what what was that all about? Because I remember that was kind of um <laughs> Oh, tumultuous period. And I just, yeah. I just yeah, take me back to nice that. So I remember it. that pretty vividly. Um, <laughs> so what it was. <laughs> you could put whatever uh, label on so it. So yeah, what want. was going on was I was helping my father who 
he used to work for Harley um, up in Milwaukee, but he decided to retire and was moving to Tennessee. And so I was in Milwaukee trying to help him sell his house and renovate it and do all that fun stuff. So I was kind of stuck up in Milwaukee with no friends, nobody to play games with, just literally in this giant house by myself <laughs> doing that. Yeah, it was, oh, it sounds, was bad yeah, days. What a blast. Um, and I guess yeah. what you were what you're referring to as far as the bad days is I had a dissociative episode. Still there? Hello? Hello? Maxi? Oh, uh, I think I lost you. Hello? 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 Oh, are you there? Hello? 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 I can hear, I hear you. you. Can you, you hear can't me? Hear me apparently. Oh, okay. you can hear me. Okay, I can. I can hear you. Huh? I can hear Weird. you now. Yeah, you dropped out for a moment. <laughs> Fucking internet. God. Fuck. I mean, uh, okay. Right when you're about to get into something. Weird. Power down. Yeah. Well, you know, this is the beauty of. Not having a, a face-to-face gig, but, you know, I've addressed that on previous shows. I'm not going to go into it now. But, uh, yeah, power the fucking internet. Here you go. Well, how am I, I don't, We're paying eight fucking clip-clop trillion. I stole that number from another show I heard, and I thought it was funny. Um, you know, into these internet companies, and, you know, it just yeah, doesn't well. work. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck everything. <laughs> So you were saying you're you're in this house in Milwaukee. You're kind of by yourself, um, or you were by yourself, not kinda. And um, you're kind of doing your trying to get your dad out. You're renovating a house, and you were alone. I called it a tumultuous time. I don't know, you can call it whatever you want. So, so what was what was going on then? Kind of the big thing that was going on was Ginger Ale Games. The writing was on the wall. It was obvious that the company was not going to happen, and I was realizing that I was completely broke and had nowhere to go once the house sold. Um, I was literally going to be homeless and had no idea what I was going to do, where I was going to go or anything. Um, So I had Mm -hmm. what's called a disassociative episode. Um, I I have PTSD and uh, I have the depression that comes with it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a mess, but it's part of who I am and I'm not shy about it. Anybody who knows. Right. No, you've talked about it quite a bit openly, I would say, whether it be in public forums or or what have you, but you know, you know, you can. So I had what was called a disassociative episode where I literally, I remember 24 hours but I don't remember actually being engaged in those 24 hours. So what does that mean? Like you remember that the, like obviously Mm -hmm. Tuesday, November 16th happened, but what do you mean you don't remember being in those 24 hours? I don't remember making a decision in those 24 hours. I was, I was on autopilot in essence. And, um, I ended up trying to hurt myself. Uh, and it was not a pretty sight. It was not good. It was not fun for anybody. <laughs> um, but I did snap out of it just long enough to reach out to my friends. And I believe you were one of them. Right. I, I do remember having uh, many conversations in a very short amount of time Um one of which, you know, really caught me off guard. But I mean, quite frankly, I was sitting on a tram, you know, sitting on a tram in an airport heading to my flight. And, uh, you know, I, you know, I got a call from you and it was, uh, it was a pretty gnarly one. Um, and again, I tried to put a picture of like saying it was tumultuous. I, I didn't know, you know, what was okay to, how, to describe it, but it was frightening. Let's say that it was frightening. Um, you know, but at the same time, clearly you needed 
I, I, you know, I don't know what you need. I shouldn't say you needed something because I don't know what you needed, quite frankly. Um, <laughs> you, you do. <laughs> I didn't. I, I think. To I be don't. honest. Um, um, yeah. But I, I felt like, you know, it just, it, whatever it was that <laughs> needed to stay on the phone. Yeah. That was. <laughs> put it that way. It was bad times. Let's be honest. There's no way around it. Um, but the bright side of that is I came back to Utah after a couple months and I moved into a friend's closet. Literally, literally I moved into a walk-in closet <laughs> that was not big enough for me to stretch my arms out. So <laughs> now when you say I moved into a closet, okay, here's what I get in my head. You're the guy in real genius that lived in the dorm room. You were Laszlo Hollyfeld. And if you don't know who that is, go watch the movie Real Genius. And I'm speaking to the audience right now. He lived in the closet, but he also created like a (laughs) giant vast empire under the closet in the school. And it was pretty amazing. Anyway, go watch Real Genius. It's a wonderful movie. Okay. So you lived in a fucking closet. How do you, what do you mean? How do you live in a closet? (laughs) And who let you live in a closet? No, it wasn't John. Wasn't jo- wasn't Johnny? Was it? <laughs> um, uh, I think I just lost you again. Good. All right. So what happens? You there? Are you back? Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Uh, I yeah, I'm out still here. All right. Fun times on the internet. <sighs> <laughs> so you're. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be great for people listening. They're be like, well. This was a, a good show, and uh, I'll be unfollowing very shortly. Um, all right, so you're living. You you literally moved into a closet. I don't even know what that means. I so can't you remember uh, Harry so Potter? Explain to me what that means. Yeah, so yeah, he was one up on me. He actually yeah. had a bed in there. Okay. <laughs> why? Why did you? Did is this something you asked to do, or someone said, "Hey"? What I'd like you to do, Max, is I know you're on hard times. Can you please come live in my closet? What, well, how does it was that more along the lines of I, I wrote to several people and went, hey, I'm coming back to Utah. I desperately need a place to live. Does anybody have any space? And the one person who responded said, yeah, I've got this little closet space that you can have. And so that's... No, it was a friend. It was a friend. Was this she, a family member I've known her or for, a friend? Oh, 15, okay. almost 20 years at this point. Actually, no, it's been almost 20 years. Um, yeah. And that, that was just where I landed because I didn't have any other options. The other option was go back and live with my mom. And so, I wasn't interested in doing that yet. <laughs> okay, we'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> I'm still in this closet thing. But I want to I want to understand why you don't want to go live with your mom. But at the same time, I can't <laughs> I I can't move on yet. <laughs> so does, is it does this mean you you literally like a, was it like a bedroom closet or was it like a downstairs closet? So it was or it was, what it was basically about? a closet under the stairs. Uh, yeah, so it wasn't like a bedroom closet oh, okay. where I was sleeping like ten feet away from somebody. But it okay. Because I have one of those in my house. I have one of these little Harry Potter. Um, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. I have a Max Holiday closet is what I have. That's what I have now. That's where we store uh, the Christmas decorations um, and yeah. shoes is in the Max <laughs> Holiday closet. Well, that's it. Um, so wait a minute. Like, so you had an you had an area like under the stairs, right? Yeah. And well, what sleep. are you doing there? I didn't, spe- I didn't because- do much of anything but sleep in there. And that was about it because that was all I had room to do. I just had some blankets. What do you sleep on? And it was carpeted, so it wasn't awful. Oh, fuck. <laughs> like the Hilton. Brilliant. So I, I get, I, I what I can't understand is, okay, person says they're gracious enough to let you come into their home and stay in their house. And, but the, the, the payoff is you have to you get you get to sleep under the stairs. What what point does someone not go like that can't be <laughs> that can't be okay? <laughs> I don't understand. So okay, explain. Um, 
I, the house was really small. Like it was a one bedroom house. So there really wasn't anywhere else to mm-hmm. put me except for the couch. Um, and at least this way yeah. I had my own room, which I feel like might've been as better. it were. God, I'm going uh, to kill there? myself. <laughs> okay. Hey, well, while we wait for Max to come back from his fucking and incredible internet connection, um, with my own room, I got to figure out if I can play some dramatic piano yeah. while we're doing this. Oh, there he is. Hey, uh, your internet, you, you should call your internet <laughs> provider after this show. Yeah. Yeah. I might have to do some heavy editing after this one. Um, well, look, I guess at the same, so at the same time they had a couch, but that wasn't okay to sleep. And I could kind of understand that. Well, look, at least there was a, a roof over your head. I'll say that that seems like better than sleeping. Oh yeah. Uh, and it is because I have, right? I have had to sleep on the streets in the middle of November in Utah before. So, oh yeah. Um, are you serious? Years and years ago, um, I had a falling out with a roommate and my family and everybody else. And it was literally where else do I go for this month before I can move into my next place. And so it was the street and that's where I slept. Wow. I did not know that. So how does that, I mean, look, that, that can't do good things to a person's head. Now, how uh, long did you have like to sleep? Three, on the maybe four weeks. Yeah, weeks. So, when you say sleeping on the streets, are you literally like propped up against a, a building on a sidewalk, or is this something like a uh, it shelter? Was, or it was usually like under like the overpasses on the on a, on a little parkway was where I usually slept because it was November and it was snowing. Um, right. Now, did you have any kind of like shelter under there or, I mean, did you, and I'm not trying to be crass about it, man, but I'm just trying to like paint a picture here. Cause this is like, I, that's fascinating. I, not in a good way, <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm, I'm just wondering like, how do you, what, what do you, what do you go through? What's your process to go through knowing that tonight yeah, after, I was actually maybe, teaching were you working at the time? Okay, so you're teaching at a college, and during the workday, you're going through your bit, and you're doing your thing, and then as the workday comes to a close, what goes through your head? Like, what do you have to deal well, with to get prepared for For this? me, not a lot, because, you know, I had a really rough childhood, and living on the street was always an option. <laughs> That's why I'm so into this homeless youth centers, because when I was a kid, I would have killed for that option. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it. Okay. So, well, but what do you what do you go through? Like, where do, are you driving somewhere, or are you just you're walking from work and you're yeah, you just go into your place. I mean, what is yeah, take me so through like how I that was actually working went like for seventeen hours every day. I got there at seven and I left at nine. Not seventeen hours. I'm bad at math, but and then at nine o'clock. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's 175. Um, and then I just take the bus, go downtown and then I'd go to the bar until they closed at two. And then I'd go sleep somewhere till six and then go back to work. Okay. All right. Well, that, that, that unfortunately, um, in, in this country we live in, that is a reality for a lot of folks. And, um, that's it's just it's oh. it's heartbreaking to hear to be honest with you and it's really it's really rough to listening to someone that you know i've known for a very long time and at what point in this what point was uh this, this was place, by the way two years after eaten by zombies came out so two years after so give me yeah 2010 2010 something like that it, it, it's been a minute but hmm. okay yeah, it was a while ago. Okay. Wow. Jesus. So, all right. So then trying to figure out, you living in a under an overpass in Utah in November when it's probably 
you know, what yeah, one roughly. outside? I don't, I don't know. It's incredibly cold. Um, I'm assuming this is not a preferred situation that you're in. Um, and a lot of other situations would be much more productive um, of a, of a scenario to be in than this yet. And one of which was your mother, yet you yeah. chose to live under a bridge. What could, what could possibly have been worse than living under a bridge? Because that, that <laughs> is, that is something I need to hear. Cause I can't, I can't understand it. And, and again, man, I sympathize with you yeah, with every bone of my, and you know, I do because you and I have been through quite a bit in terms of the struggle that you've had and we don't have to, you know, go into detail about it, but we, (laughs) I, I I know, I, but I didn't know this. (laughs) I knew a lot, but I didn't know this. I didn't know that living under a bridge was preferred to living with mom holiday. Right. So the thing you kind of have to remember is also earlier that spring, me and my mother had had a giant blowout over the stuff that had happened to me when I was a kid, the stuff that gave me PTSD, the stuff that had led me to be suicidal since I was eight years old. And so that blowout, I wasn't talking to my mother, so I wasn't really in a frame that she was even an option, let okay. alone we'll just preferable to anything. Da, 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 da. He's probably telling a horrible part of his story and he doesn't know that he's not being heard. Maybe he'll come back. Maybe he won't. Why do I keep so this is pretty you? heartbreaking, huh, folks? I mean, Max is a good guy. He's been through, obviously he's been through quite a bit. Um, suicidal at eight years old. Oh my God. You still there? He's got to come back. Cause I got, I, I have so many questions about that. Oh God. Almighty. <sighs> and now I see you again. There he well. Okay. So you were talking about the spring prior. Um, okay, go just tell tell me what happened. But I gotta I gotta ask you about this eight years old thing because and not you know I just gotta ask you like. And here's the thing. Here's why. My my kids are around that age. Okay, and I I'd like to know what's going through their heads. How does an eight year old well, think about suicide? Things right? have to be pretty bad. They have to be exceptionally bad to the. Um, I I don't know how to put it into words, but you really have to be at a place where, well, I read an article a little while ago and I posted it to Facebook and I've shared it with a lot of people, but it says people who are suicidal, they don't want to die. They just want the pain to stop. And for an eight year old, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, you don't really think about it except for I just need something to stop. I need the pain to stop because that's all you've got at that age. Hmm. Um, right. If that's right. the majority of your life up to that point is pain. And for me, that was primarily what my life was, was pain. Forever. Like, like, you just have like, I mean, so when you refer to your childhood, you know, prior, you know, up to eight mm-hmm. years old from, you know, yeah, from where we can four. remember, which is what, three, something like that, three or four, where you start having real memories of things and, and stuff. So you would say that entire time was just a, yeah, just for, not good. You know, there's of course right. always fond memories of something, but for the most part, You know, they had me in therapy starting at seven years old because they knew something was wrong before I did, you know, and, um, you know, I go back to those old therapy sessions and I'm like, oh, you know, all the signs were there. I can't believe no one figured out what was going on. (laughs) Um, right. So now as, as a kid, do you just, when, when you're that young, 
do you just think like I, I gotta I mean I well, I don't even know how to phrase the question. Um you know, I, I just don't know what to I, I don't I don't even know what signs to look for in a kid if they're if they're feeling that way. Like were you just did you just want to check out and not be around anybody, or were you just trying to, you know, have a normal day to day as normal as you could and just hide it? I, or what it, was it was literally was a little it? bit of both. Um I didn't have a lot of friends. I never I've never really had a lot of friends until I hit my thirties. Um, I usually only had one or two select friends. That was about it. I was never the popular kid in school. Um, you know, and not just because I'm a redheaded stepchild, but, (laughs) 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 but, uh, terrible joke, especially on this subject, but (laughs) yeah. Oh, it's all right. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, I, I always tell people if I didn't laugh about it, I have to cry about it. So I better start laughing. <laughs> nah, that's very true. All right. So let's go back to your mom. So I don't, I still want like, mm-hmm. as an, as an adult, I would feel, I would think, and again, I could be hundred percent wrong on this. Um, cause every situation is different, but I would think as an adult, you can go, well, look, I'm going to go. My mom and I don't get along. However, I'm just going to at least have a roof over my head. I'm going to put my head down. I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to come home. And I could just kind of tune her out. Is that not the case? It was a little bit of stubbornness. Let's be honest. Um, Nobody nobody ends up on the street without a little bit of, I'm not going to do that. Um, Even though that may be a better idea than this. (laughs) Um, It just doesn't happen. And... For me, it was no different. It was, I hadn't spoken to her all year and I wasn't about to. Okay. So it was because why you of to the way we had gotten into a discussion about what had happened to me as a child. And her response was simply, well, you need to get over it and stop blaming everybody else for it. And... So there was no compassion at that level. It was just kind of, now, do you think that's, I, do you think that was a sign of the times or do you just think she was just emotionally crippled and couldn't, I think she, you know, handle it I or didn't want to believe it or, or what happened? Looking back on it and looking through everything that me and my family has been through, um, cause bad stuff didn't stop happening at some point. <laughs> um, she just wasn't prepared to actually deal with it so it was easier to just pass it off because mm-hmm. we were you know we were still reeling this was so, eight years after my sister had died six years after my brother had died um and these were just kids like my sister was 14 my brother was 20 and having mm-hmm. to go back and then deal with what had happened to me I just don't think she was capable of it. That sounds worse than I mean it to be, but. Yeah, was it someone that was, it was close her to her? And, oh, no, that was doing that was these doing things. Yes, it, it was uh, her husband. Not my dad, my oh, stepfather. Not your dad. You stepped it. Oh, and, God, Jesus Christ. You know, and. To really put yeah. things out there and, you know, they're still married and I still have an issue with it. I, I, yeah, I can't they're get over that. still fucking married? So that's where my stubbornness comes in. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's stubborn as much as just like, are you fucking kidding me, mom? Like, and, and let me just ask you, and I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this question, but I'd like to hear it from you because I don't want to assume anything. Yeah. She knows what happened right? She knows horrible things took place and we don't, we don't need the details, but we, you know, she knows horrible things happened to you from him. Right. What? And then, so she, how does she make the rationale? And and look, maybe you'll be, you know, speaking for her in this regard and I don't want to, you know, be unfair to anybody, but, um, 
what's the rationale on her part to stay and just be okay with that? Because I can understand why you might be a little, eh, well, a little upset about that. The only answer I've ever gotten was my sister, right before she died, begged my mom and stepfather to never get divorced. And so... Why? Is there a reason given for that? Because well, that seems <laughs> fucking weird. S- no. Did, did your sister I, know what I happened? I pray to God she didn't know. Oh. Well. Right. Well, then maybe it's safe to assume she didn't if... Oh, yeah. You know, she... she were you close to your sister? She was, was she, like you know, kid. pretty regular... <laughs> yeah. Was she like one of your stones, yeah. one of your rocks? So, okay. Then maybe it's safe to assume she didn't know. You know, at least it's it's probably easier to feel that way yeah. than to think she did and ask them to stay together. But Jesus. So it, let me ask you this then. And I don't mean this to be funny or anything. Does your Is your mom mentally uh, ill? Uh, I don't know. I couldn't tell you one way or the other. Because, I mean, that takes like a... Mm-hmm. I, look, I'm now a parent, okay? Um, and I, I, I can't even think like what what would snap in my fucking head if something happened to my kids and at the hand of somebody else whether i knew them or not or whatever and look i'm not a unique snowflake in that regard i'm just a parent and i think a lot of parents feel the same way so i can't it doesn't compute for me when i hear uh, the like just not going to do anything about it but that's why I ask, was it more of a sign of the times? Because look, I, well, <laughs> I don't know, man. What was it, the 80s? <laughs> I mean, this, uh, w- well, when when was this? So the abuse and stuff was the 80s and the 90s. Um, I'm that old. Well, there was no sign of the fucking times <laughs> to be okay with abuse in the 80s or well, 90s. I'm thinking the 50s for some reason. Yeah. But you're not a senior we citizen, so I guess that wouldn't make There's any sense. There's also... Um, they were, they're Mormons and you can just always assume that the mm-hmm. Mormon way of life is 20 years behind the times at least. Um, and that's mm. part of the reason, that's part of the reason my sister, I don't was know. I got some was because my sister knew she was going to die and they needed to hold on to that idea of, Ooh. um, in the LDS faith or the Mormon faith families are together forever so you get to see each other in the afterlife but if you get divorced that kind of gets stripped away from you yeah well sure okay all that is fine and and going back to the assumption that your your sister didn't know this was going so you know me and my brothers didn't talk about it till years later yeah god max jesus well I mean, look, the the good news is, and if there's something to take away from any of this, is, A, you're still yeah. here. <laughs> I haven't dropped off the planet yet. <laughs> I mean, when I say you're still here, you don't go silent right then. That's not the time. Um, No, but I mean, you're still here. You're trying to do some outreach for groups that, you know, are going through whatever. You know, maybe it's similar, maybe it's not, but it's something that isn't in the, in, when you check the box of good, it's the opposite. So, I mean, that's, that's definitely a positive. So where's, where's like the family unit now? What happens at the, what happens at the holiday house? You know, it is odd that your last name is holiday. <laughs> by the way, I know it's not, but <laughs> why, why, and I won't tell, I won't tell anybody what your real name is, but why did you change your name well, to Max so holiday? the year I was born, my real name was the most popular name and I took on the name Max in third grade uh, just because there were four other kids with the same name. So I became Max and I've just always been Max. Uh, Okay. So you just did it out of like, fuck it. I don't want to be in with the other sheep. I want to be, yeah, I don't want to be Carl. I want to be Max. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Your name's not Carl, by the way. Just, you know, Carl and then is Holiday is actually my mother's maiden um, name. 
Oh, take on well, some of that. Yeah, fucking give her some credit. Jeez. Let's be honest. Really, the it's in homage to my grandfather, who was the only positive male role model I had as growing up. Fair. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. Uh, that's that's good to hear. So what happens now? That's what got me got me on this tangent of, you know, your name. I always thought that was great. Your name is Max Holiday, <laughs> Maximum Holiday. Um, where do you uh, what do you what do you do for the holidays? This last uh, Christmas and all this all this stuff, New Year's. What, what were you doing? Were you was there any Honestly, family? You were hanging I with? didn't feel like hanging out with family this year, so I just kind of stayed home. <laughs> I don't fucking blame you. <laughs> I mean, but Jesus. you know. Things are actually fairly good yeah. among the family. Um, we hang out and yeah. we can talk again. And, you know, there's not there's not a lot of resentment or anything going on anymore because we all just kind of gave up on it a long time ago. No, I, I just have to ask you this because you say we all. Yep. Do you see the stepfather? Uh, <laughs> okay. That just oh, that just took us into all, a whole nother hour, Max. So wait a minute. You see the stepfather. Forget everybody else. Forget the brothers and the mother and all that. You see the stepfather. And you see him on a regular basis? Yes. Okay. What happens? I mean, did, did you guys ever have a discussion yeah. about... Yeah, we've had lots of them. Or... And what what is he what does he say? He just apologizes and says, "Oh, I didn't know, I didn't understand." Um it's just very much he doesn't he wants to take responsibility, but he wants to pass it off as ignorance. And okay. Yes. And is he is he an older gentleman now? Gentleman. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. Is he an old guy? There's a little bit of me that his health is not doing very well and I'm, I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> There's a little bit of that. Sure. No, I mean, and I don't know who would blame you, no, but I mean, I, I don't, don't think you want to wish, you know, ill on anybody, but who would blame you for not, you know, hoping he makes a speedy recovery and gets back, get out of here. So what, how do you bring that up? I mean, do you just have, how do you not want to fucking just punch his throat out? I don't, I mean, that's, that's the part in me that, you know, personally, I hang on to rage and anger for a very long time. It's an, it's not a good trait, but it's a trait that I have. And look, I'm 47 and I might have a hard time shaking it off. I don't know. I, I mean, I try, but it's tough. And, you know, I just wonder if somebody abused me in some way uh, and clearly in a way that affected you for your entire life in a negative fashion. When you see this guy and, you know, everybody's kind of sitting around the table because it's the reunion. The first time we're going to hang out. How do you um, just not want to kill him? That's not really. <laughs> yeah. Or do you? To an extent. Yes. Know. You know, it's, it, it's literally one of those things that, yeah, that is how I feel about it. You know, every time I see him, every time I talk to him, right. I, I want to hurt him. I want to, I want revenge, but mm -hmm. it, yeah. That's but it's things. not going to help anything I, either. I grew up, right? I grew up taking the punches that my brothers, or so that my brothers wouldn't take them. A lot of times, you know, if something happened, I would step in the way, um, or I would start right. a different fight, or, you know, I was always the peacemaker in the organization, even though I was the one always causing the most drama. Um, because I didn't want my brothers to have to go through what I was knew I was going through. And so as I've grown older, I, that passiveness just kind of exists now. I don't really need mm -hmm. to fight. I don't need revenge. I don't need any of those things because at the end of the day, what do I really get out of it? It's not like he, it's not like I can beat coins well, out of him like Mario brothers to pay for my therapy. Right. Right. <laughs> right. You could try. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you could try. Jesus. Um, I hear you. And look, I mean, it's not going to, it'll never change anything. I get that. 
Um, oh yeah. Do you do therapy for this or have you done therapy or are you in therapy? Yeah. And, so you know, when I came help? back to I mean, Utah so. and I was living in the closet, um, I, I literally like backed off. I didn't talk to you for almost a year. Um, I didn't go to Gen Con that year. I missed the 50th, which was the only year I've missed in 10 years or something like that. Um, I remember, but literally what I was doing was I got this job at a little laser company cutting out things for board games. So I still got to make board game stuff, but I was making just a little bit of money. Um, and I was going to therapy every single week. I started on medication. Um, I got brain scans. <laughs> I even got a spinal tap to test, uh, my serotonin stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great band. It's a great band. It's good. Good. Yeah. I'm glad you had spinal tap played at one <laughs> but of yeah, your I, I, events. I've good. done good. everything over the last two and a half years to try to get into a better headspace. And I've never been, I've never been healthier than I've been the last couple of years. Doesn't mean I'm completely out of the woods, but well, can I, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, who is ever? I mean, the, the only time we're out yeah. of the woods, Max, is when we fucking die. <laughs> That's then we're out of the woods. Yep. You know, all debts are paid. You know, I think. I don't know. Maybe there's this thing that happens after and it goes on forever and it sucks. I don't know. Or maybe it's great. I don't know. Um, but look, I, yeah. can, I can I tell you something? You know, when we first met, I didn't know any of this stuff. Uh and then, you know, we went down some paths and, um, you know, you told me about some things and there was a time when it got real, real bad. And, you know, I remember, um, my requirement for you and I to be friends was I told you, you had to call me every day. Just I remember do. those, <laughs> that, that time, <laughs> that, that period of months where, and it wasn't like a long thing. It was like, just call and check in because I just need to know you're alive. And if, if you know, you have something that you need to do tomorrow, then you'll be there tomorrow. Um, and you know, in no way. And, and that, that was because I felt you were in a pretty shit spot and that was the only way I knew to try to help. Um, and that went on for, yeah, it was a while. God, it was like six months or something. Um, it was a while. But my point is like, I don't feel that way right now. Meaning, I don't know, you sound great. You sound, there's a tone in your voice um, that's different than it was back then. And, you know, you're a pretty mild mannered speaking guy. I've never even heard you raise your voice, I don't think. Uh, but I could tell that there's like a, just a, a tempo, a tone. There's something that's in the uptick as opposed to the downtrodden. Um, and it's easy. And it's, it, if you, if you know Max and if you've heard him, if you've spoken to him over the years, you, again, you're going to know the same thing. So I'm very happy to hear okay. that you're in a better uh, well, spot. I'm glad, you, really <laughs> I'm glad I'm in a better spot and I'm glad you know that I'm in a better spot. Cause. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it's, it's noticeable. Now, sometimes you post <laughs> shit online. I'm like, Oh, fuck. <laughs> no. But then I have noticed also that I've seen a couple things from you that have been like upbeat. And I'm like, that's great. Good for, good for him, man. So, well, look, um, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm happy for you, Max. You know, I really am. I wish you this continued path of healthiness oh, yeah. and you yeah. lost like 20 pounds. And losing weight. <laughs> cool. I found it. <laughs> well, good. At I least found it. Did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's great it's really good yeah that's awesome yeah um well look man i mean is there anything else you what, what where are you at today right now if you had to put a pin in it where are you yeah, how are you feeling great. today you feeling I'm, good i'm actually in a really good spot my job's going good i'm dating again which is weird but yeah and fun and miserable Jesus, don't let her listen to this <laughs> <laughs> good man well look you know i as always i wish you the best um i've known you a long time man and i like i i talk about it with a lot of folks that i have on the show we all know each other for a long time but i yeah, want to continue will. knowing you for a long time you know <laughs> assuming i'm around i don't know the way it's going today i don't i don't know um 
So anything else you want to uh, say what you're doing? Any, any Look, any plugs you want to give to uh, anything you're working on in terms of charity? Uh, it's or, really or just not? that board game uh, library that I'm trying to build for the Homeless Youth Center here in Salt Lake. What's what's the info? How can uh, just contact me at Max Holiday with two L's at gmail.com and I will get you all the information you could ever possibly need. Okay. All right, buddy. Well, look, um, you know, let's not have this be the last time we have a, okay. a, a nice sure long be. chat. Okay. All right, buddy.